0: Well, thank you for joining me it is a uh, it's a pleasure to be able to pray with you today thanks for being here um, i want to pray i in a particular way if you were just listening to my broadcast uh, for the mother who lost her child through abortion who just called uh, for those mothers and chelsea we're praying for you and for for all those mothers who've lost children through miscarriage through stillbirth uh, i want to pray for a culture of life to return to this country as god intended it and i pray for the healing of any woman who has suffered loss, whether it is through the death of their child or through, through abortion. And if you've made the mistake of abortion, and I say this to you all the time, God's mercy is greater than the greatest sin. Your, your, your sin is but a drop in the ocean of his mercy. All you have to do is turn to him, ask for it. If you're Catholic, go to confession. Meet the Lord in that sacrament. Tell you it's healing and it's transforming. And maybe God's speaking to you today. So let's pray. If you want to join me, a couple of ways you can get connected right now. You can call in, but I know the phone lines will fill up very quickly. The number is triple eight nine one four nine one four nine. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, you'll see it right there on the screen. 888-914-9149. Or uh, you can hit Maggie on on our uh, X platform. Send her a tweet at Drew Mariani Show at Drew Mariani Show. And please tell others, you know, we are streaming this right now on YouTube. We are streaming on Facebook. Go to the Drew Mariani Show uh, Facebook page, and you can you can watch us there. You can put your intentions there, too. Maggie's got her eyes on it, okay, and we'll try to share some of them with you. Thank you for the prayers for my daughter-in-law. I asked uh, for prayers yesterday. She's doing much better today. And I want to pray for a friend of mine who just sent me a text, too, and I've got to get into it. Forgive me as I as I search for this. Amy, we're praying for your uncle. She said to me that um, her uncle Jerry just had a major stroke, which doctors say is not survivable. Would you mind asking everyone to pray for him in the chaplet? He was a wonderful, wonderful man. Maggie just said in my headset here, she said, uh, let's prove him wrong, right? Let's pray for miracles. We can certainly do that. If it's his time to go home, and then this is the prayer for him, the Lord promised in a special way. Uh, His mercy for those in which this prayer is offered, especially at the hour of death, and that their death would be a peaceful one. So let's pray for those who are approaching the threshold of new life right now, who God is calling home, and let's pray in particular for our own hour. I I pray that my soul is right, that I can be with God for all eternity, and I want to pray that same prayer for you. Maggie, good to have you here today. Anything you want to pray for?
1: Oh, man. You know, that last segment that we had with Elizabeth was so moving, and I just want to pray for any uh, babies out there born or unborn and uh, for their mamas that um, they can be good moms. And if, if they lose the baby, if they, that's part of their path that they can find healing like Elizabeth did. Yeah.
0: It was a tough call. Mm-hmm. Tough stuff. And we'll, we'll jump into the, the phones in just a quick second. Let me just share one, one email and this I didn't get to yesterday. I wanted to share it. This grandmother wrote to me and she says, you pray for my grandson he's been physically, mentally, and spiritually abused since he was a young man by his mother and by her boyfriends. So I just want to say to the grandmother, on that point, if you've not gotten the authorities in yet, you really should. If the boy is still in that environment, you've got to get him out of him. Just his mother needs prayers too. She's been raised in an environment of neglect, alcohol, drugs, and violence. In the past year, my grandson has attempted suicide, she says, twice. Tried to kill himself twice. He's been cutting himself. He's been smoking weed. He's been drinking until he blacks out, which, by the way, his mother supplies. Um, He's been bullying, and he now has court dates. Recently, there have been two incidents of physically hurting others. He's in a very dark place, and he's angry. I've been praying for years for their conversion and for peace and love in their life. Would you please pray for a miracle? He's going to be 17 soon, and With the escalation of his destructive behavior, they need prayer more than ever. She simply signed it, Jesus, I trust in you. So let's pray for this mother, all right? Let's pray for her, let's pray for this grandmother. Um, I think prisons are filled with young men like him who have suffered abuse and addiction to drugs and alcohol and have grown up in a culture of violence. And I I just, I, I wanna pray for the incarcerated, but I wanna pray for those on this path right now particularly this young man who seriously needs help. He needs God's grace. And he needs healing. He needs some therapy. And I just I want to pray for him and for his mother and for all those who are in very similar situations right now. And Lord, I just ask for your mercy. I ask for your healing. You can transcend the, the greatest darkness, the ugly and uh, the ugliness and the violence of this, this boy's world. And I ask you to heal his deepest wounds and to allow his grandmother to see the fruit of, of these prayers. So... To lift that up, there's so many intentions that come in. Maggie's got them on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and email. Um, I, I want to thank everyone who's written to me too, because there's been a number of answered prayers. I'll just share one quick one here. And this one just says, I, I prayed for a couple things last week. And one was for resolution in a relationship the person wrote. So I want to share with you, it has been answered. And I often believe those are the things that God hears and, and sends those graces for very quickly. There's division amongst siblings or parents or, you know, amongst friends or, or colleagues. Ask God to bring that, that gift of unity and healing, and he will. Another person says, hey, I've been praying to find a house for my family members. Well, good news. I've been able to find one to rent. That was my other choice. I want to thank you and all who pray the Divine Mercy Chapel." And one other person says, hey, well, I'm giving thanks to God today for finding my Social Security card. It went missing several times along with a box of important documents. And I was praying that it be found just in time because I, I was about to reapply for another one. And it uh, it was it was quickly resolved. I found it in the most unexpected of places. Also, my Uncle Art, this person writes, I'm praying for the repose of his soul and his children. All right, so we will pray for him and for those he's left behind. Maggie, let's pray now. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. You expired, Jesus, but the source of life gushed forth for souls. The ocean of mercy opened up for the whole world. O font of life, unfathomable divine mercy, envelop the whole world and empty yourself out upon us. O blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us.
1: I trust in you. O
0: blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us.
1: I trust in you. O
0: blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us.
1: I trust in you.
0: Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen.
0: Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee blessed are thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus.
1: Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
0: And I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and was born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell on the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead.
1: I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting, amen. Amen.
0: Our first call today will come from Del Rio, Texas. Uh, Jacinto is listening to us there. Hi Jacinto.
2: Hello, how are you doing? I'm well. Oh, thanks for taking You're my right call. Awesome. I would like to uh, pray for my pregnant wife. She's five months pregnant. And uh, just this will be our, her ninth pregnancy. But um, we lost two. We have two children in heaven. <clears throat> Sorry and um, the full conversion of my, my two younger brothers to come to the Catholic Church. They've never, never been um, faithful. And yep. I found my faith in the church since 2013. And uh, I've just mm-hmm. been trying to work on them.
0: <laughs> What's well, your mission? You know, you're yeah. you're a good brother, Jacinto. You are. You're a good brother. And you know what? God hears your prayers. I'm telling you. Those prayers of conversion, they're always heard. Now, I don't know what the time frame for God is, but you keep praying. We're going to join you in that mission, okay? We'll Not see the sure, fruit of it. Thank you so much. All right, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for praying with us. And I give you Yacinto right now, Lord, and all the intentions that he has voiced uh, for all those unborn babies, for his wife. Did he say he's pregnant with her seventh? Is that what I heard? Gosh. I just ask for blessing. I thank you for the gift of life. I pray for conversion of those that we love, those who are away from the faith. I give you his needs, those voiced, those that I have, along with all who now pray with me. And We turn to you, Heavenly Father, with trust and pray. Eternal Father.
1: And on the whole world, for the
0: sake of his sorrowful passion,
1: have mercy on us and on the whole world, for the
0: sake of his sorrowful passion,
1: have mercy on us and on the whole world, for the
0: sake of his sorrowful passion, have
1: mercy on us and on the whole world, for the
0: sake of his sorrowful
1: passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world.
0: All right, Gabriella is praying with us in Bastrop, Texas. Hi, Gabriella.
2: Hi, Drew. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I, I have a, a couple of intentions. Um, my mom's been kind of sick lately. She broke her foot, unfortunately, and so she just I want healings for that. And then she also ended up getting shingles, and she's mm. been in a lot of pain from that, so I just wanted to pour blessings on her. And um, we also, well, my last intention is for my family. We, we're trying to move, and we want to find a new home so that we can grow our family and hopefully have more children. So I ask for God to give us the perfect home for us.
0: we'll we'll pray for that i've shared that prayer many times with the lord as my young family was growing i had five young kids and boy the lord surprised me and blessed me in ways you cannot imagine so put it in the hands of saint joseph ask our lady to intercede and ask the the child jesus that's what i did i kind of did a a three-part novena i've invoked all three of them and and i'll share the story one day because it's truly miraculous the way it's happened during the St. Andrew Novena, I've had a couple who were praying for a home, too. They they needed a mission. They, needed, they had a, a mission to serve the church. And just to summarize their story very quickly, at the end of that particular Novena, and we started every November 30th, a man that they knew came up and offered them a home. He, he wanted to buy them a home. So they thought it was going to be some small little place. He bought them a beautiful home for their family. So God can work miracles. He can open doors. He can bless you with gifts as large as new homes. So, Lord, I right now I I pray for for Gabriella and for her family. We pray for her mother with that broken foot. I pray for anyone suffering shingles or any sort of chronic pain, any sort of neuropathy, and I I, I right now, Lord, just just ask for blessings, abundant blessings, big blessings. We hold out that big cup as I often say. And I ask you to fill it for the ways that people are asking, that they may have their taxes eradicated, their credit card brought under control, the new car they need, the tuitions taking care of, the student loans. I bring these temporal needs to you, Heavenly Father, who created the universe. And I pray, Eternal Father,
1: the whole world, for
0: the sake of his sorrowful passion,
1: have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the
0: sake of his sorrowful passion,
1: have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the
0: sake of his sorrowful passion, have
1: mercy on us and on the whole world. For the
0: sake of his sorrowful passion,
1: have mercy on us and on the whole world.
0: All right, before we go to Alabama, sweet home Alabama, we'll go to Mary Ann in a second. Let me first jump over to Maggie, who is praying with us here, and her eyes are on your, on your. Uh, your tweets at our X platform and that's at Drew Mariani show on Facebook uh, the Drew Mariani show you can follow us there and of course on YouTube and everywhere else Maggie what's coming in
1: well first I want to lift up an internal prayer request Um, this came in last night we prayed for it on the rosary our colleague Brooke Taylor um, her husband fell off a ladder yesterday Um, they weren't quite sure what was going on with him um, they said after a CT scan, it seems that his brain is okay, but he's having a lot of back pain. Um, so I want to continue prayers of healing for him um, and for their family. I uh, want to pray for the repose of the soul of Bill mm-hmm. Uh Patrick A. Log says that his dad is having a biopsy today, and we want to pray that that goes well. Mercedes wrote to us on Twitter. She said, Please pray for Jennifer Fulweiler, the comedian. She posted last night on her social media that she has deep vein thrombosis, which is a blood clot in oh, yeah. a major vein. Oh my gosh! So prayers that that would dissolve. Yeah,
0: Jennifer, we're praying for you. I mean, what a great story she has too. Mm-hmm. Uh, went from atheist to Catholic. Beautiful family, and I've known I've known her for a long time.
1: She's amazing. Yeah. Sandra wrote to me. us. She said, uh, "For my friend Lori's son Tyler, who's only 24." He has COVID which has exasperated other health issues. Um, he's in the co- the hospital right now with kidney failure. Lou uh, says, please pray for Rail, uh, Rail Gallus who's suffered uh, a terrible stomach blockage. Food and water is stuck in her intestine which causes nonstop vomiting. And the procedure to remedy this is so painful. Um, she has to be hospitalized. Please pray for her healing. Melissa wrote to us, she said, please pray for Phoenix, who has special needs and doesn't always want to cooperate. Mm,
3: it's hard.
1: Pray that he goes to school and is able to enjoy a Make-A-Wish Disneyland trip, that um, that it not be too stressful for me, his <laughs> mom. Thank you. God
0: bless him, Mom.
1: And uh, someone with the handle of Servium um, says in the chaplet today, can you please pray for my classmate in the diaconate? His name is Kip. He had a liver transplant, and they believe his body is rejecting it. No. Thank right. you, and God bless.
0: I like that, Serial. Mm-hmm. What the Lucifer say, you know, I will not serve. Mm-hmm. I'm servial. Mm-hmm. So he, I like that. I will serve. Let's serve. Uh, Lord, I pray for this deacon. I pray for his friend and all those who are approaching the threshold of new life be their merciful Savior. I give you every one of these intentions. I pray for those with special needs, and especially for their caretakers, those mothers and fathers and siblings, those uh, those who have been given that special charge. and I lift up all of these intentions and unite now to our, our prayer, uh, Marianne, who's praying with us in, um, in Alabama. Hi, Marianne. Good afternoon.
2: Hi, Drew. Hi, Maggie. Hey. Um, I'm going back to my husband after a five-year separation, and I'm um, Really scared, but I know, I trust in Jesus, and it was abusive, and I had to get out, and now he's in his 70s, got cancer of the prostate, and, you know, a lot of health issues, and he's not nasty like he used to be, so we'll see, but I'm really, it's a life-changing event for me, you know? So I take, I take my marriage seriously. I know it's a valid marriage, but it's very difficult to go back because he's not an easy person and doesn't get along with my family. It's like it's a long story. But anyway, just pray for peace and reconciliation mm-hmm. with my children, with him, with everything. and And my son has two beautiful sons that can't forgive him either he's a godly man now and yeah just not non-forgiveness gets old
0: (laughs) you're a good soul Uh, i'll tell you that mary and i mary and i know you know your your safety comes first so if that violence begins again you've got to get out but um you know you're right marriage is indissoluble and if it's a legitimate marriage then let's just pray for the healing that your your husband Clearly needs, and maybe he's a new man right now. But we'll pray for you, okay, and, and for the mission that you're embarking on with him. So, Lord, I just pray for anyone who is having troubled marriages now, where there's abuse or infidelity, where there's lack of communication. I pray for marriage. I pray for Marianne as she comes back to take care of her ill husband after five years of of separation. That he can be profoundly converted. You know, Satanists have radically converted. I pray for this band to convert as well. And I pray for those who harbor unforgiveness, that they can find a way to forgive and experience the healing that comes with that. So I give you these intentions, along with all who now are united with me as we pray.
1: On us and on the whole For the world. sake
0: of his sorrowful
1: passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the
0: sake of his sorrowful passion.
1: Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the
0: sake of his sorrowful
1: passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world.
0: For the sake of his sorrowful passion.
1: Have mercy on us and on the whole world.
0: All right, our next call comes from California. Mary's praying with us there. Hi, Mary.
2: Thank you so much, Drew. God bless you, Maggie. Um there's a young woman, Monica. Um, who lives the other part of the country and is paralyzed by agoraphobia right now Mm. and has been for months. And um, she's just in distress for all people undergoing such attack and such, uh, such a situation. Also, for a man named Phil, who's in real need of a job right now and for all these in these particular situations, now I ask everybody's
0: prayers. Well, all right. Well, thank you very much for that beautiful prayer. And Mary, I know you didn't really pray for anything for yourself. So Lord, I just ask you hear the cries and the needs, the wants, the desires of your daughter. And I ask that you bless Mary. Um, I do want to pray for those who have agoraphobia or any phobia, that fear of going outside or whatever fear that they may be encountering right now. We just, we just pray that you mitigate that Lord and, and bring about healing. Um, Lord, I give you her intentions, and again, we just invoke your great mercy. I thank you for this chaplet, and I thank you for the prayers. Um, You know, God's full of compassion, and he never fails those who are afflicted, you know, or despised if you put your trust in Him, So whatever your situation is now, whatever you're praying for, uh, put your trust in the Lord as we pray. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son.
1: us and on the whole for the world. sake
0: of his sorrowful passion. Have
1: mercy on us and on the whole world. For the
0: sake of his sorrowful passion. Have
1: mercy on us and on the whole world. For the
0: sake of his sorrowful passion.
1: Have mercy on us and on the whole world.
0: All right, our next call comes from uh, Jackie in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Hi, Jackie.
2: Hi, Drew. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, Maggie. I got a text today from our, uh, my daughter in law, which is my husband's daughter. Mm-hmm um that her husband was rushed to the hospital sunday his heart stopped and she said that he didn't have a heart attack they don't know what's causing this they tried to take him off life support but were unsuccessful so he's back on life support and obviously we need divine intervention to to heal this man
0: well jackie thank you thanks for calling let's do it right now we'll pray i believe in miracles I, i i do i know god hears this chaplet We get so many testimonies of miracles. And I know these prayers are going to flood out right now and reach that soul. Uh, and Brooke Taylor, right, Maggie? Were you telling me, or somebody here at the network was telling me that her husband had a, a fall? Yeah, we, right?
1: we prayed for it earlier. And
0: I want to lift him back up again as well. And anyone who may have, you know, head trauma or anything, any injury from accidents or falls, um, Lord, I give you these intentions. I give you all united to me, I give you my heart. And we pray in particular for Jackie, I give you Magdalena and Francis and Lou and Jovita and Gloria and Samantha and Barbara and Joe and everyone else on hold here with me and all those now praying. Hear our prayers. And today, Lord, allow grace to flow and miracles to unfold. Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Eternal God, in whom mercy is endless. And the treasury of compassion inexhaustible, please look kindly upon us and increase your mercy in us so that in difficult moments we may not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust, in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Our Lady, Queen of Heaven,
1: pray for us.
0: Our Lady of Champion.
1: Pray for us. Mother of Mercy. Pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. Our Lady of
0: Palestine. Pray for us. Our Lady Reconciler of Peoples and Nations. Pray
1: for us. Virgin
0: Most Powerful. Pray for us. St. Joseph. Pray for us. Saint Faustina.
1: Pray for us.
0: St. John Paul II. Pray for us. St. Peregrine. Pray for us. St. Jose Maria Escriva.
1: Pray for us.
0: St. Patrick. Pray for us. Blessed Michael Sapochko. Pray for us. Bless St. Pachinski.
1: Pray for us. And
0: venerable Fulton Sheen. Pray for us. All you angels and saints, please pray for pray us. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hey, send me your answer prayers. I feel so powerfully sometimes the Holy Spirit at work. As that miracle unfolds, those lost documents are found, the tumor shrinks, the marriage gets reconciled, the blessings you're seeking come your way. The email is drew at relevantradio.com. That is drew at relevantradio.com. Dot com, And of course, um, you can always send us your prayer intentions. You can hit us up uh, on Twitter, on our X account, at Drew Mariani Show. And to be one final favor, please tell one other person about the chaplain. When you're about to pray with me next time, tell one other person. Let's spread devotion to this beautiful prayer. Let's build this prayer community. Now let's watch. Let's celebrate the tangible results of all those prayers. All right, stay with me. If you have somebody you know on TikTok you're going to want to pay attention to this. I've got a guest that's stopping by the studio. Um, Well, I won't get into it now. Stay with me, okay? When I come back, I'll get you plugged in. You can listen online if you're not able to uh, hear the radio signal at RelevantRadio.com or by downloading our mobile app. I'll be back with that and more. Tweet us your prayer intention anytime on Twitter at Drew Mariani Show. Hey, join Father Rocky this September for a pilgrimage to Poland and Prague. You'll visit the lands of Saint John Paul the Great, Saint Faustina, Our Lady of Częstochowa, and the Infant Child of Prague. Seats are limited. Information at relevantradio.com/poland. That's relevantradio.com/poland. <laughs>
1: When I first started using TikTok, it was just, like, people dancing or, like, joke videos. That's what were most of my videos until later. I just felt isolated from all my friends, my family. TikTok was kind of just there, and then it would just get even lonely and lonelier. I had no idea that it would make me end up here let's talk about tiktok anxiety depression and eating disorders
3: the social media giant conceals the dangers of its app especially to children
2: to think what these companies are doing what they know they're doing and the harms that are being caused in the real world are horrific horrific the
3: drew mariani show the drew mariani show on relevant radio
0: this is something I've been wanting to talk about for quite a while. You know, I've been following uh, Congressman Mike Gallagher, who is, you know, adamant that this is a Chinese spy tool, right? And uh, it's been banned. Our, our federal government, you know, they don't want employees having it. And yet I'm hearing that, um, you know, I guess I'm seeing ads like crazy. I have saw them during the playoffs. I see them everywhere for TikTok, right? I even see one for like a bunch of, uh, people out of a retirement home, you know, talking about how great TikTok is for them. You know, th- that's a little bit older than a normal demo. But at the end of 2022, a member of the uh, FCC, a guy named Brendan Carr, he called a well, he called for a nationwide ban on TikTok. And TikTok, if you're not familiar, it's owned by the Chinese. And the uh, problem back then, and really now, is that the company's data, what they gather from you, can be easily scooped up by the Communist Party in China, by the CCP. So Carr had uh, called on Apple and Google, hey, stop putting the app in your store. And guess what? Both the companies said, no way. <laughs> they just ignored it. So the noise from the government about banning TikTok forced you know, the Chinese owner to set up a separate company in the U.S. You know, that they call Project Texas, and supposedly the information's safe. But TikTok told Wall Street Journal that... You know, they shared all of their algorithm and all the data, you know, with the, the the data company Oracle so that the data is going to stay in the U.S. And here's what the Wall Street Journal reported. Let me just share this one line. It says, Project Texas is challenging. Project Texas is a challenging undertaking. TikTok has to separate American user data from the rest of the company so that the U.S. data and contact recommendations exist beyond the reach of the Chinese government. American data would only leave the unit in a rare instance and in an aggregated form of course that looks good right on paper applying it to real life situations that's become a lot more difficult that's for sure the company that owns tiktok is a company called ByteDance, dance and um if you are a chinese company you're going to report and you're going to give whatever the ccp wants so of all the social media companies that are out there uh tiktok is the most addictive and uh, my colleague uh Peter Atkinson was with me in the past. He, he's talked a little bit about that with me. He says, you really should talk about this. This is like crack. I mean, it's it's, it's insane. Why, why is TikTok more addictive than, let's say, Facebook or some sort of other app? Um, the algorithm that I was talking about is kept very closely to the vests. And, and the Wall Street, like I said, set up more than 100 fake accounts To find out how TikTok does what it does. And what it does is watch you very carefully. And when you first start an account, it throws all kinds of suggestions at you. But then it watches to see which ones you repeat, which ones you hesitate over. And then they start serving up more and more of that stuff. They create a profile on you. And that stuff hasn't been fed to make sure that it complies with the service terms. And, uh, Peter, it's good to have you in studio with us today. I thought just I want to put this on on people's radar, how dangerous this is in terms of not esp- not only espionage and how it can get other information from you, uh, how it can make its way through your network, but really the addictive nature of this. Because kids love it. Adults are loving it. Um, I'm seeing it promoted and pushed. The Democratic Party loves it, even though it's been banned. Um, let's start first with the addictive quality of, of TikTok. Why are they so, so concerned about keeping you looking at the app? How do they do it? And, um, maybe unpack it for us. What's, what's, what's the model behind it?
3: Yeah. So I, I'm of course, super. So first of all, it's great to be on the show again. Um, I I always love talking to you and this, I'm super, I've been fascinated by TikTok for, uh, years at this point. And, the simple answer to your questions are, why do they want to keep you your eyes glued to the screen? Simple answer is just money, right? Yeah. That answer usually answers a lot of questions in media. But for TikTok, it's just advertisers. So if they can keep your eyes glued to the screen, they can sell uh, advertisers' ads and you know monetize your eyeballs. The thing that has made TikTok different, Uh, then uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and most of the other apps, Vine, for anyone who remembers uh, Twitter, so on and so forth, is uh, two things. One is uh, infinite feed, and the second is signal liquidity. So infinite feed... Uh, if you go to Twitter and you start following a bunch of accounts, you'll be able to click on their accounts. If you go to Facebook, you'll be able to go to the Drew Mariani uh, fa- Facebook fan page or the the Mary Beggars Facebook fan page or the Father Rocky Facebook fan page, and you'll be able to decide where to go. TikTok said, you know what? Instead of giving you a choice of where to go, we're going to take all of that away. We're going to give you one video. And the only motion that you're going to have to do for the next four hours while you're looking at TikTok is your thumb swiping up. In dating apps, it's similar to what... Uh, to what Tinder did, where you just swipe left or right, depending on whether you think that person is attractive or not. TikTok does a similar thing for social media, where you only are swiping up. Now, why did most social media companies not do this before? It thought that optimizing user choice, right, giving you more choices would actually make for a better experience Mm -hmm. on the social media app. That's actually not true. Human beings don't want better or more choices. We want less choices. We just want to be given what we want. So we don't want to go to a menu. I don't know if you've ever been to a diner in New York. You'll see like 50, 60, 70 different types of that. They're that all really just different transmutations of bacon, lettuce, mayonnaise, yeah. and bread. But they'll come up with different. And it's confusing, right? You get paralyzed. What we actually want is a diner to just say, actually, you know what, Mr. Mariani, what I I, I know you, I know what you want. And I've actually already made it for you. Here's your sandwich. Say, Oh, this is wonderful. I don't have to make any choices. This is great. The thing that makes TikTok able to do that is a technology that uses something called signal liquidity. And signal liquidity is basically feedback for the company. About what you like or don't like. So, for instance, we have some signal liquidity here at Relevant Radio. We uh, have ratings like the Nielsen ratings, where we can, you know, tell how many people are listening to us. And then we have the pledge drive. And that's four times a year, right? So people will be able to say, you know, I love what you're doing. I love the mission. You're helping our culture. We want yeah. to support you. And that gives us feedback. Netflix took that up to the next level, so it can tell, you know, what shows you watch, what um, what uh, series you you watch past the. Th- third or fourth episode. And they actually came up with this metric where after you watch the third episode of a series, you're a certain percentage likely to finish it. And so they would just focus on getting people to the third episode of a series, house of cards or whatnot. Then you'd finish the whole season. TikTok takes that to a completely new level. So TikTok, the average session lasts about 11 minutes. Um, and the video length is 25 seconds, super, super short content. So during one session, you're giving 26 episodes to the TikTok parent company, and it is going to get several hundred Mm -hmm. signals from you, the user, about what you like, what you clicked on, what you commented on, what you swiped up on, what you didn't swipe up on. So within five sessions, five uses of TikTok, you'll get videos that you didn't even know that you like. But its algorithm is so advanced because of that signal liquidity, instead of, you know, for every one signal that Netflix gets or YouTube gets, TikTok is getting 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 different pieces of information about what you, Drew Drew Mariani, or what me, Peter Atkinson, like. And that means that they are able to pull out content that just keeps you glued to the screen. And it's that simple. It's they have figured out a user interface and a content delivery system that can develop a unique user profile for all of their, you know, billions of users and just keep you glued to the screen.
0: Does YouTube do the same thing, though, or, or Netflix? others? Because they, they serve up. You watch... A particular video, let's say I'm watching something on fasting or on space or time travel, whatever it is. Right. Um, All of a sudden, time travel, you know, episodes come up or fasting episodes. I mean, they kind of do the same thing, though. They they?
3: do do the same thing, except TikTok accelerated it by a hundredfold. So YouTube, if you look at any of the videos and you notice the timestamp, I just watched a video earlier today. It was about ten minutes long, right? So ten minutes. All right. If if you if you divide that by twenty five seconds, you're getting hundreds of pieces of data for every user that YouTube gets one piece of data from and it's not good so Twitter you know when Twitter came out everyone said this is terrible people are going to stop reading and people would respond back and say well people are reading more than ever they're just reading reading differently but we've seen how Twitter is affecting our political discourse, right? Mm-hmm. People are thinking in sound bites even more than ever before. Oh, no, it's terrible, and that's just being taken to the next level with video content.
0: Yeah. And, and to that point, you know, Congressman Mike Gallagher is a representative from the state of Wisconsin. He's really concerned about China using this as a spy app. Yeah. But but even beyond the the espionage and the ability to data mine and do everything else that it does, you argue that it's a persuasion
3: app. The data doesn't matter. The data, they can, they can guard the data in Texas all day long. They can cut all the pipes to it. They can, that, that I don't, I'm not worried about project Texas. I'm not worried about our data being shared with the communist government. What I am worried about is what is already happening, which is TikTok is using its algorithm to change people's views. So wall street journal just did an article on this. Um, they tested, they created a, a bunch of sample accounts and they uh, took stock of all the videos that were being shown to it, right? Um, and they specifically, you know, looked at videos about the the war in um, Israel, right? Yeah. The Hamas and Israel war. Um, and they found that pro-Palestinian videos to pro-Israel videos were at a ratio of 54 to one. Whoa. What that means, Whoa. what that means is 54 pro-Palestinian videos were shown for every one pro-Israel video. And you could say, oh, well, that's because TikTok is you know, being used by young people, so on and so forth. But if you look at um, YouTube or Facebook, that is, those are nowhere near what the ratio is for TikTok. So you have to either say that uh, Google and Meta are pro-Israel, and so they're suppressing the Palestinian videos that would otherwise appear and match the TikTok ratio, or... TikTok's parent company ByteDance is boosting the signal. And we already know years ago they revealed accidentally I'm sure that they have a heat button. So they can at any one at any time they can press a button hmm. that turns on the quote-unquote heat for any topic. Oh, and wow. suddenly, imperceptibly, all the billions of people who are looking at TikTok we'll start seeing more videos about social justice and how America is an evil country or how such and such politician is going to tear it apart. So on and so forth. Wow. We know that the CCP, oh the communist gosh. government in China cannot defeat us militarily. No, nope. We've seen as of the past year that they can't defeat us economically. Right. They just shut down. I think it was Everclear, One yep. of the largest housing providers, um, real estate uh, developers there. So what are they going to do? They're using something that is right in front of nice. our faces. TikTok, Is literally brainwashing a generation of people, and we're not doing anything to stop it. And that's because a lot of our politicians are investors Mm -hmm. in ByteDance, the Club for Growth, which Rand Paul and other politicians belong to, is a great uh, conservative club, free market, so on and so forth. But the founder of the club is, uh, I think, he has like twenty five percent of his investments in in ByteDance or something like that. So. There's our our politicians, I think, are a bit compromised around what they can speak to about this, mm-hmm. and I think they're we we're, we're we're being subjected to a head fake. People are worried about data mining, so on and so forth. Yep. None of that matters because I think and I think we have evidence that TikTok is being used to divide our current
0: generation. It's terrifying. Uh, hold the thought. When we come back, I tell you to open the phones. I only have my guest, Peter Atkinson for a short time, maybe 10 minutes. If you want to get in, you want to sound off. If you've got concerns, if you've seen change in the family, the number to get in 88-914-9149. Also my producer, Maggie shared with me a story the other day about how media influencers, and many of them use TikTok. It's a very powerful platform to influence the vote. Wait till you hear what she shared with me. We'll get into that and more. And if I have time, I want to tap into Peter's, you know, his expertise when it comes to, well, Amazon Prime now charging, you know, you do not have to watch commercials during your, your movies. And of course, Netflix cracked down on passwords. Is it going to hurt or help them? We'll look at that and more.
3: Wish you could hit rewind on that convo? Listen to the
0: podcast on RelevantRadio.com or anywhere podcasts can be found. Hey, today we'd like to thank Tom, who is listening in Illinois, for donating his 1978 Slick Craft boat. You can join Tom and thousands of other listeners in donating old vehicles, trucks, boats, and RVs by visiting RelevantRadio.com slash car. That's RelevantRadio.com slash car. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio, 24-7 on the Relevant Radio
3: Archives. Just click on Drew Mariani show page.
0: It's great to be here with you today. Thanks for joining me. If you are just getting plugged in, we got lots to talk about. I want to talk about password crackdowns on Netflix. A lot of people drop those accounts, but their numbers are skyrocketing. Amazon used to be able to watch a movie if you had Prime. Without commercial interruption, not so much. Is that model changing? And if you're just joining us, we're talking right now about one of the most popular apps in social media. That is TikTok. And, of course, it's come under massive scrutiny by the U.S. government. Uh, U.S. authorities are very concerned about its, its, its companies tied to the Chinese government. And uh, it being a, a spy app, uh, fundamentally, my, my guest today, Peter Atkinson, he heads up the Mary Beggars here at Relevant Radio, saying it's a persuasion app as well. And, and Peter, it's good to have you back. Maggie, let me j- have you jump in quickly here, too. Yesterday, as I was walking in the studio, Maggie and I were talking a little bit about social media and how money's being spent and who's being targeted. Share that story. Was this TikTok that you were sharing or was it another platform?
1: It was YouTube. It was YouTube, um, okay.
0: But the point, I think, holds to this whole thing.
1: I, I do think so. Yes. They're there. You know, you log into YouTube. Uh, I had looked at something on my phone. I went on YouTube and sometimes in the morning, if I don't have relevant radio on, I just listen. I, ch- I, I check what? out what maybe <laughs> ma- <laughs> what, perhaps what YouTube might suggest for me. So there was one of the first videos. It was a young man who's um, kind of funny. He's what I don't know if you could technically term him this, like a financial influencer. Um, he kind of like sits in his car and he kind of like exasperates about the state of the world. And he's been um, really harping on the state of the economy lately and the administ- the current administration and what they're doing with the economy. Um, so I, the title of this video really piqued my interest. It said, the Democratic Party contacted me. So I click on it. It was maybe a five-minute video. He said, I was sent a message by someone in the Democratic Party, and they said, how much will it cost for you to change your tune about the state of the economy? Wow. And he said, I took a a moment and just thought, I'm going to throw something really ridiculous at them and see how serious they are. He said, 50 grand." And they came back and said sure <laughs> and he sa- he <laughs> said in response i'm making this video i'm not going through with this but i'm making this video so that you are aware at the to up my price to a
2: hundred.
0: <laughs> right? right, I said to Maggie. I think he underestimated. his it. cost fifty grand. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? They'd pay that oh, all yeah. day. They probably laughed at the thought that you were on the hook for fifty.
1: But but don't you remember during the last election cycle, people were saying that like um, you know Biden's campaign was really trying to to tap into influencers. Yeah. And I think about this. It's, how it's brilliant, actually. I mean. So they probably have these crack teams that are just, like, looking at what are popular accounts, who people are following, and then seeking I, them you out. You said,
0: though, that that guy had, his account only had 400,000, He right? said,
1: I have 400,000 followers on this account. Mm-hmm. He's like, they're kind of dumb because I actually have a different channel that's that. got, like, millions of people on it. Um, but he said they didn't contact me on that channel. They contacted me on this channel um, and he said, it must have been because I was really starting to harp on the state of the, the economy. Yeah,
0: well, and when you look at advertising, you want to laser target your demo. I mean, they know who they want to go after because they, they, they want that young vote, but they Give it away for fifty grand. You know, yeah. I mean you couldn't buy a television commercial for, for that much money. And, you know, it's about repetition. It's about credibility too, having that they follow this person, they they believe this person. But you know, it shows you what the government's doing. You gotta be very, very careful. And you know, our you know, our, our kids, um, you know, Peter, I don't think get it. They, they don't necessarily totally understand that they're being manipulated and exposed to this, but it's it's a form of propaganda.
3: I I once knew a young woman who her entire job was working with the FBI I believe it was the FBI to write tweets that was, she was full-time employed in our government to write tweets what a great job i know what? Um, <laughs> the, yeah i How easy. Was, she was she was employed full-time to write tweets and the purpose of those tweets was at that time the threat was ISIS was to try and destabilize ISIS through uh, affecting them ideologically through social media. What? The power of social media. So you know what a color revolution is, right? So the CIA, the CIA has done this a lot in other countries where they will they will. Um, organize what's called a color revolution and the color revolution that that term means they will activate as many different parts of society as possible in order to make an overthrow of the government appear organic so they'll work with you know local politicians local food vendors local pastors you know so and so forth and they'll figure out how to make it look organic right this wasn't orchestrated by a foreign government this was you know it rose from the people in the streets um we, you you have to be pretty naive not to understand that that is going on internally in the United States by both political parties um, and by the intelligence agencies and by foreign governments. And um, the terrifying thing is this is how bad it is right now, and it's already affecting our discourse, you know, massively. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at young people's uh, views of Israel versus um, sort of older generations, it is shocking I think it's something like 60 plus percent, you know, are anti-Israel, actively anti-Israel. And I would say that that is primarily because of how our media has shaped us. Artificial intelligence is just going to grease the rails and put a jetpack on. Like I used to receive emails every month or so that was, you know, trying to hack into my account. So I received tons of those every week now, like someone trying to reset a password on the Casey's gas station account I have, despite the fact I don't have a Casey's right, gas right, right, station right, right.
0: account. It's, it's just going to accelerate for here. That's I, I want to change gears. I have a moment left on, on something else. Amazon, that e-commercial giant, known for its prime membership, everybody yeah. seems to use it. Uh, they've introduced a significant shift in their service, right? And the, what they're doing, and I think this really reflects the evolving landscape of streaming platforms. They started charging prime members an additional fee to watch movies and show without commercial. If you don't want commercials, you pay extra for it, right? Above and beyond what you're already pay- paying. And some say that this is a strategy, strategy that it's a new business model that may align with other streaming services as well. Now, Netflix cracked down on their passwords. I thought, oh, that's going to kill them. You know, uh, their, their subscriptions have gone through the roof. Mm-hmm. So fill me in on what's happening here with the password crackdowns and now maybe having to get used to watching commercials.
3: Fundamentally, it's that you cannot make your money back from streaming services as a company. So they've invested so many billions of dollars that they would have to get 90% of the American population to subscribe to them to make that money back. So and it was a bit of an arms race. You had Apple and Hulu and Paramount and NBC and Disney and so on and so forth. All of them were racing to try and create a content library large enough to justify 15 bucks a month. And so they were just investing billions and billions and billions of dollars And it was, it was, uh, it's resulted in being way too expensive to make the money back. And so they're throwing ads. It's, it's, uh... And it's worked for them. They added thirteen new, subs- 13 million
0: new subscribers in the fourth quarter last year. So That's they've crazy. just blown through the roof. That's wild. Well, I got less than a minute. And um, I want to make sure people are aware of what you're doing, too. So fill them in very quickly. We have less than a minute.
3: Yeah. So if you want an alternative to the Netflix uh, content library, the TikTok corruption, you can go to thesaintspodcast.com. Um, we're the Mary Beggars, the entertainment division of Relevant Radio. And you can listen to life-giving, faith-affirming content all about our Catholic faith at thesaintspodcast.com.
0: Amen to that. Hey, well, to have you back, I want to have you share a little bit about Amazon Prime and the Devil, a new <gasps> series that's out. What's the name of that hotel? What's the name of the has movie? been hotel has been hotel. So be on guard. A lady uh, at Lister emailed me about that. And I thought we'll dive into that. Stay with me. You're gonna hear an unbelievable story when I return.